All right, everybody, welcome to this week's Learning the Tropes. I'm Erin. I'm Clayton. And I'm your romance novel veteran. And I'm the virgin. And we're your hosts. Hi, Clayton. Hi, Erin. How's it going? Oh, it's going. <laughs> we saw each other this weekend, briefly. Yeah, I know we did. I mean, it's. I think. I think we saw each other. I mean, more than briefly, but we didn't hang out. We were like crossing paths. Mm-hmm. Because you and Pat went to go on a one-hour walk, and I went to yoga, expecting you to be here when I got back. And when I got back, nobody was here. And you guys had gone on a three-hour walk, and I was, like, texting you both, like, hello, is everything okay? Well, well, I'm a notorious long walker. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I should I guess, have known. Yeah. But it's always in the back of your mind. It's like the absolute – I'm like, what if they both got robbed, and then they both got hit by taxi cabs, and now they are both have amnesia, and they're in separate hospitals? <laughs> what if – these two wimps got beat up <laughs> in broad daylight at Prospect Park. I know. They're just by toddlers because that's basically who's in Prospect Park. Yeah. So, no, but that was that was fun. It was the, the weather is getting, I, I want to say nice, but it's getting too hot. I, I'm, I'm already, already too hot. Already bitching yeah. about it. So there's a window of th- three days for you. Pretty much, and that that window has passed. <laughs> I would say it's still gorgeous. New York City, it's it, New York City has like three weeks where it's a tolerable client climate, and we're in it. So yeah. if you guys are thinking about coming to New York City, come right now, or you missed it. It's actually mm-hmm. probably already too late by the time this comes out. But yeah, it's like beautiful spring days. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so this is a mini-sode. So we have, we're going to basically be announcing our two next episode or next two episodes. Um, and then letting you guys know about some other content that's going to be coming on the Patreon, just so you guys can plan your summer reading accordingly, um, you know, as we kind of get into that season. Yes, because we know summer is, can't be busy for people because they've got, vacations they've got things that they've got to juggle so we're going to make it a little bit easier for people to know at least a few of the books that we're going to be doing yes and i think you guys are going to be pretty excited um but first next week uh next week the wednesday episode on the main feed is going to be our review of the lost city which is the movie with sandra bullock and um uh, Channing, Channing Tatum. Tatum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kept, I wanted to say Channing O'Neill, like Tatum O'Neill. I got oh so confused. yeah, and uh, and Brad Pitt. Um, we watched that when we were in LA a few months ago. We we loved it. Now it's on Paramount Plus. So you guys, uh, if you aren't going to the movie theaters, you can just watch it at home and then come join us uh, for all of our thoughts. Yes. And yeah, we wanted to wait until it was available at home. And mm-hmm. I know not everybody has Paramount Plus, but if you don't have Paramount Plus, you can always do, I'm sure they have free trials, at least seven day trials or something. Oh, they definitely do. Cause I just got, I just got one the other day 
but I had to, I had a month, like, no, I had like a yearly subscription a while ago and then that went away and I was like trying to cut streaming services. And so I didn't have it for a while, but I had to resubscribe once Homecoming New Orleans hit. Mm -hmm. So I am resubscribed again so I can now watch Lost City to get a little refresher. You're going to watch it again, right? Oh, I have to. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I I, I want to anyway. It's going to be one of those movies that I end up watching a million times. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's one of those movies that like, if Pat's gone out for the night, I've ordered takeout. I'm putting on The Lost City. Yeah. You know? And I think it's such a big... it, it, It ended up... It's it's almost at a, a hundred million domestic, which is a big hit for a movie like this. Yeah. And so if you haven't seen it in the theater, I would recommend going to see it in the theater because it's a lot of fun. But mm-hmm. if you can't get to the theater, definitely Paramount Plus, it's available. Do the free trial. It won't cost you a thing other than your credit card numbers, which some people are against, which I understand. But <laughs> uh, I think it's it's accessible now enough that I think we yeah. can do it and more people will be able to see it or have already seen it. Also, just start calling around to friends and family. Maybe somebody has the Paramount Plus login. Yes, And they're in a huge. generous mood. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always that. Yes, that's big. You definitely, I mean, these passwords sharing thing is still, you're still able to do it. I know Netflix was saying they're going to crack down, but they're not going to. And if they do, then nobody's going to have Netflix. Nobody's going to watch their shit. So go (laughs) for it, Netflix. Go for it. Crack down on the password. See if people like you after that. Yeah, I will say Paramount Plus, since we've got it, you know, the other thing that we will be doing is reviewing the real world New Orleans homecoming. It's not romance adjacent, as we've said, other than our love for Melissa, but we just love it. We talk about it a lot. That's going to be a Patreon exclusive um, mm-hmm. since it's not really romance related. And we don't know if you guys even <laughs> will be interested, but that's just a for us thing. And then yeah. we were watching The Deal. Oh, The Offer, which is a, a scripted series about the making of The Godfather. So you know what? There's good stuff on there. I don't know. Now now we're shilling for Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus doesn't what? need us to shill for them. The offer looks ridiculous. It's good. Yeah. I didn't say that. Okay. It's just it's just something to watch. I mean, it's fun. Oh, speaking of something we do need to talk about for the Patreon, have you watched the pilot of The Time Traveler's Wife? Well, I know no, we texted I- about this. I was just going to bring this up. Now, that book is not technically a romance, right? Or is it? I have never read the book. The movie is a love story, not a romance. I think you guys can probably guess as to why. But it's the most inexplicable episode of television I've ever watched. I am enthralled. I am aghast. I am... A gooped, I am just, it's to try to decipher what is happening. I've just been texting all of my friends, like, please watch The Time Travelers for Life because I need other people to be in this with me because this is baffling. 
and wow. really fun. I cannot believe that Theo James turned down the second season of Sanditon to do this. I'm shocked. Um, and it's one of those, it's so bad, it's great. And it is ultimately very fun to watch. So we will also definitely be talking about The Time Traveler's Wife. Maybe we'll wait for a few episodes and we'll talk in like a sort of a chunk because it's a it's a weekly every Sunday night on HBO. Oh, oh, I was going to say that it's on HBO Max. Okay. Yes, on HBO Max. So they've done the pilot. I turned it on because the big problem in our relationship, me and Pat, I feel like we, we all know each other well enough at this stage that I can talk about this chasm is that I am a TV person and Pat is a movie person. So every night when we're deciding what to watch, it's tough because he always wants to watch a movie. I always want to watch an episode of a TV show. I won and I was like, do you feel like watching The Time Traveler's Wife, a pilot? You know, maybe you'll like it. He was like, sure. And he just was like on his phone to start. And then we were both 100% in it and obsessed and talking about it the whole time as it was happening. It was great. How many? Do you know how many episodes it's going to be? I have, I have no idea. And they also keep saying this season on The Time Traveler's Wife. And I'm like, will there be another season? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I'm so confused. Because I'm like, how? Like, you know, that is the thing about American TV shows is that like sometimes they go on for too long after the initial conceit is complete in the first, in the first season. But The Time Traveler's Wife, I'm like, this is all about time travel. How can you not have it planned out. I'm so confused. I, I I have no idea how many episodes it is. It won't be enough, whatever it is. I think they do. I think, I think they do know. I mean, to say this season, I think they, even if it is a singular season, you can still refer to it as this season, you know? I guess so. Yeah. It, you don't have to have multiple seasons because it is a season, even if there's none any more of them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, they're saying it's a miniseries. Okay, this makes more sense. Yeah. So I think it's one of those things is like, if it's a smash hit, which it probably won't be, they will make they will make more because look what happened with what is it? Uh, Not Pretty Little Liars. What was the one with Meryl Streep? Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies, where Meryl Streep said, I want to be in the second season because I like this show so much. If Meryl decides to be in the Time Traveler's Wife season two. You make that season. You make that season. Whatever Meryl wants, you give it to her. Like, that's just rules. But I, anyway, maybe maybe after three episodes are out, we'll do, uh, we'll talk about it because it's wild, guys. (laughs) It's, um, yeah. Yeah, and if you have read the book, let us know how is the book. We won't read it for the podcast, of course, because it, it's not a romance, as far as I know, actually. Um, but it's a love story, so we'll take yeah, what we well, can get. So I dropped a bomb on you guys and uh, about that book, and I remember someone telling me this, and I didn't do any research as to if this was true or not, Yeah, but... In the book, he has a sexual encounter with himself, with his younger self. Now, if that is true, please email us and let us know or (laughs) post on the Facebook or Instagram or all the places you can find us. Get to to us. Get the information to us. That he has sex 
or a form of sex with a younger version of himself in the book. Because that was what I was told, and it blew my mind. Because I watched the movie, and I don't remember it very well, but I don't remember in the movie if he can see himself in other timelines. Mm-hmm. But in the show, very much he can. Like He's interacting with younger and older versions of himself nonstop. So I do feel like he would, in the book, be able to do that and therefore be able to have a sexual encounter with himself, which is absolutely something I would never do. You wouldn't have sex with yourself? No, there's no way. Not not younger you? I'm not attracted to myself. (laughs) I don't find myself attractive enough to do that. Aww. I'm not my type. <laughs> I mean, there is something that I do love about that being a mystery because that was an insane bomb that you dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, because then Pat said that there was a line in the show that he that he that there's something said like like after she had sex with him for the first time, she's talking to an older version of him even though she's mad at the younger version of him. And then she says like, well, you, you have sex with him or something like that. And then he says, oh, I have. Or like there's some, there's some weird line like that, that Pat was like, Pat was already on to the fact that they might have sex. Two versions of Henry might have sex with each other. And then you texted us that information. I Guys, I think it's like, trying to there's so much to talk about with this show you gotta watch it because it's crazy wow so strong recommend but not it's it's not a good show what's good i mean it's endlessly entertaining you don't stop watching a frame of that show because of you're just trying to figure out what is happening yeah and that you know I'm not looking at my phone during the time traveler's wife. I'm trying to figure out. I'm try, I'm watching what's happening on screen. Rose Leslie, very attractive. Obviously, Theo, very attractive as well. It's shot pretty. Like, oh, what do you want? I think it's great. It's great. What it's do not you a, want? It's not good TV, <laughs> but it's some. It's TV. It's a lot You're- of TV. Yeah. Well, how long was the episode? That's the big Yeah, like an hour, honestly. When it ended, I wasn't like, oh, thank God it's over. I was like, what in the world? Because there was some controversy on the Facebook troop about my take on episode lengths. Uh Uh-huh. And I think that people are not going to agree on this. There's people who are like me who say, make it a standard length. There's people who say... I like that people have the freedom now to be outside of that structure and nobody's correct. I think it's just preference. My thing is like standard. It's like 30 minutes or an hour. And I think any minute that you are over that hour or you're over that 30 minutes needs to be earned. Mm -hmm. So if, if it's still really compelling and the story is still driving things and, and energetically, like, and then we push it to an hour and 15 minutes, I'm fine with it. But I just think so rarely that happens. 
And a lot of times when it's an hour and 15, it feels like filler or it feels like it's dragging. If it doesn't feel like it's dragging, if it's going along at a clip that whole time, then I'm not necessarily going to notice or I'll Mm -hmm. be happy for an extra 15 minutes. But I think it's like, you know, like I I, I love Judd Apatow movies, but a lot of times those are like three hours and they don't need to be, you know? Well, I think the thing with TV is that a lot of times people have movie ideas and the streaming services say make them series and so what happens is they have to kind of create this lengthening of a concept in order to fit into six eight hours of Mm -hmm. shows and that will create a need to be flexible with okay well this part of the script we can extend to this point but it can't go any further or let's stretch it a little bit beyond what it needs to be because we just need to fill time and that's where you get these weird blobbish this episode's 45 minutes this episode's an hour this episode is an hour and 10 minutes Mm -hmm. i think the thing that annoys me the most is when it goes over an hour yeah. Don't go over an hour. If you're an hour drama, don't go over an hour. Mm-hmm. Unless you're the, unless, like you said, it's earned, it's a season finale, it's a series finale. You know, something like The Sopranos would sometimes do longer episodes because they felt like they needed it. Now, I'm a huge Sopranos fan. There's a few dream sequences that didn't need to be in there, so you definitely could have cut some of that stuff. But I do think that that's when that stuff started. And it was at the time, oh, more Sopranos is better. But then when you try to rewatch that series, you find that, yeah, they really could have tightened this show up a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. So so Time Traveler's Wife. Time Traveler's. So that's something in like three weeks, I guess we'll do or in like two weeks or something. That'll be on the Patreon well, um, let's not give like exact dates because we oh. never really do that on the Patreon, you know? <laughs> I'm saying in like three ish weeks. I'm saying watch it, get on board, and then we'll be dropping it. You well, know? I definitely have to watch the first episode because people may start talking about it on the troop and I don't want to get spoiled. You could, I could tell you beat by beat. <laughs> everything that happens in this first episode and it would not matter because you have to experience it it's unspoilable well then that Um, makes it seem like it's good i mean it's not good but it's worthwhile oh it's worthwhile you should watch it also they filmed a ton of it in park slope so i haven't i haven't known i haven't like seen anything yet as to like oh that i recognize that street but i'm still watching Oh, cool. Maybe I'll recognize some stuff because I'm always around there. Yeah. Um, so that's a big thing. And then the next exciting thing we're announcing is the summer series. So like we said, summers can get really busy. We want to make sure you guys know what we're doing for basically the whole summer. Um, so the long-awaited Ravenel's read is happening. The way that we're going to do it is basically have every other book be a Ravenel. Mm-hmm. 
So next week is the Lost City episode, and then the week after that, so in two weeks, is going to be Cold Hearted Rake, which is number one in the Ravenel series. Um, and then after that, it'll basically be a different book and then a Ravenel. So that'll take us through basically the whole of the summer. So if you guys haven't read that series yet, um, it's fantastic. You should read it. It's really fun. It's Clay Pass. What more do you want? Um, and so that is going to be the bulk of the summer is going to be the Ravnells. And then we'll have other books kind of inter interspersed. Yes, absolutely. We've gotten so many requests to do the Ravenels. We've teased it for long enough. Mm -hmm. And we realize we don't want to do them back to back to back to back because that can get monotonous for us and for you. So we are going to break them up a little bit, give people time, which it takes it takes time for people to read books when they're not reading books for podcasts. <laughs> when there's not a strict deadline looming, you mean, and you have to read an entire book in two days. That's what I did with Ian McKenzie. But I enjoyed it, you know, mm -hmm. but everyone's, you know, and I know I'll enjoy these, uh, the Clayfast books. I've read the Ravenels before. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, introduce Clayton to Not Five Fucking Minutes. It's going to be great. Wow. I don't even know what that means. I'm a Ravenels virgin. You are. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. That's it, guys. So that's what we're planning. Yes, that's the plan. Aaron, so is there anything else? I think we did it. Yeah, I think that's... I woke up this morning fully confused about what we were talking about today. I knew we were recording. Wasn't sure what. <laughs> so I'm happy we've come here to this place. Um, and yeah, thanks so much, guys, for listening. We hope you're as excited as we are about kind of everything that's coming up. There's so much. And oh, and we're still going to be watching Morning Glory. That hasn't gone away, too, if you were waiting for us to review um, the, the movie. Anyway, uh, if you have thoughts or anything, you can always email us at learningthetropespodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Learning Tropes, on Instagram at Learning the Tropes. Like, I, like we mentioned before, we have our Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com and just search Learning the Tropes, that's where you'll find us. Join for $5 a month. There's a bunch of content there already, including all of our Bridgerton reviews. Um, so you can go check those out. And then um, we're on Facebook, the Learning the Tropes Troop. Come join us there. A lot of lively discussions. You guys are all awesome. I love, uh, you know, whenever I'm hanging out in the troop. Um, yeah, and did I miss anything, Clayton? I don't think so. Okay, well, happy watching and reading. Yes, both. <laughs> Bye, guys.